0: Good morning and welcome to NFTs Live. I'm your host, Tyler D. It is Monday, October 25th, a rainy day in Chicago, but rain is fine. It's easier to stay inside and grind NFTs. We have a lot to cover today. Starting with our top news, we're going to hit X-Copies, new all-time high, also leading to Super Rare's record-breaking month. We're going to talk Head Dow's buying spree, Fractional Arts big news. Then we're going to go into our standard segments, hit the market update and the IC board. We're going to go around the horn on blue chip PFPs, art blocks, one-on-ones, and talk through a potential bull trap setup that we may be seeing right now. And then we're going to end with upcoming drops. We're going to talk the Doodle Labs new drop and what is to come for that platform. Uh, And we're also going to check in on the panels drop from Aries, which is actually going live right now along with us. So that'll be our show for today. But first, a word from our sponsor, IC.tools. As a beginner in NFTs, it can be very difficult to know where to start looking. There are millions of NFTs out there and literally an open sea of JPEGs. I know I was overwhelmed at first and didn't know where to start. This is where IC Tools comes in. IC Tools is essentially an NFT data aggregator that pulls data across NFT marketplace activity and produces visualizations and analytic dashboards in a very user-friendly format to help its users gain an understanding of what to be watching and paying attention to on any given day. Their primary features are trending, discovery, address, and collections watch along with alerts. Trending is where you can see which projects have the highest sales volume in intervals as short as the past 15 minutes, the daily, or even a three-day view. You can quickly see where the money is flowing at any given time. I use this information to see both the macro views on the three day of which products are dominating the market, as well as the more micro views to see which products are catching steam on the hourly to see if I want to jump in or not. I typically have this tab open all day, every day when I'm trading. Discovery is a similar view as trending, but related to projects that are actively minting, So in that very initial sales phase, as folks may have found out, a lot of NFT projects do stealth drops. This dashboard allows you to find those projects which are minting, how fast they're minting, and who's buying them that may not have been on your radar. Their address or wallet watch may be the most powerful feature in the product. This is where you can track wallets like whales or the sharpest traders to see what they're buying and selling. You can also follow a curated list of projects in their favorite collections tab where you can select a series of projects to watch. I use this information arguably the most in my day-to-day tracking to inform a majority of my trade decisions. Understanding what the sharps are doing is integral to success in NFT trading. And having curated project following allows you to filter out the noise and just track the products that you care about. And they just recently rolled out alerts where you can set up wallet alerts and discord alerts to get notified when certain individuals are active. So go over to ic.tools to check it out and start finding your own NFT alpha. They have a free version, which provides the trending and discovery info, and then the premium version at .03 ETH per month, which unlocks the watching and alert features. All right. Well, thanks to our friends at IC. Let's go ahead and get into our top news story. Uh, for today, we're going to talk XCopy, his latest piece, Dankrupt. Which he dropped on Saturday. It immediately went into a 24-hour auction and it sold uh, yesterday afternoon for 469 ETH to Starry Night Cap. Of course, we see mean pricing uh, winning the bid here at 469. Welcome to NFTs. Um, you know, we we had some big name bidders in here, with you know, of course, starry night, we have Pranksy. In the mix as well as honorary ape here Uh, but starry knight goes ahead and and wins this piece just a classic x copy piece and this is now x copy's all-time high for a primary sale Uh, of course we've seen higher on on the secondary from some of his earlier pieces but this is now his new record for a primary purchase that also pushed super rare into their record breaking month. So, I'm going to go ahead and show the Dune Analytics dashboard uh, for all the one on one marketplaces here. And we'll see Super Rare is the purple shaded uh, bar chart here. We can see October is their leading month here. They're coming in at over 31 million in sales. Um, it, it's interesting to see the progression across the year. So, March was the previous record for super rare. March was peak mania for all these marketplaces, as we, as we can see, and then dipped, got quiet a bit over the summer and then has come raging back. Um, Certainly super rare dominating the, all of these marketplaces. And I think their, their rare token drop and that governance announcement certainly played a, a big part of that. So be interesting to see what's to come here for the rest of Q4, but it is clear it is one of one season and it has no signs of slowing down. All right, our next news story we got to talk about Heddal. uh ran by Shamdu, famous from Crypto Twitter. He's I think 16 or 17 years old. So last Sunday he did a stealth drop of a Dow NFT. It ended up selling out Sunday night. I think it came out of the gate at around 0.2, 0.3 ETH floor. Well, over the weekend, it ripped past a 0.8 ETH floor. And what I'm showing here is some of the acquisitions that the HeadDow, that he's made in Dow over the past week. And it's, it's pretty astonishing. So just yesterday, they bought a Fidenza and a CryptoPunk. Essentially, based on the, all of the secondary volumes that he's had over the course of this weekend, adding to their collection. Earlier in the week, he bought a Genesis Cyber Kong. I wanna say he paid, yeah, he paid around 110 for this. It's already up 10 to 20% based on some, some of the market action for the Kongs. He's got some cryptodes in here, a Bored Ape uh, and a Cool Cat, and again, along with the, the two Crypto Punks. So over 500 ETH here in the head Dow. So certainly I think the folks who are buying that and actively trying to join the head see that they are happy about it. Um, you know, certainly we're starting to see some FUD as well. Of course, anytime someone's making headlines like this, there's going to be some negative news. You know, a few concerns are, you know, there's really no controls in place, right? There's, as far as I know, there's no smart contracts tying the head inventory back to the holders of the NFT. So in theory, uh, Shamdu could run off with these assets at any given time. I'm not saying he would, but that is a risk that's out there. The other FUD here is just related to the valuations. So if you're buying into head down essentially to get a piece of these assets, let's do some quick back of the napkin math. So there's about 500 ETH or so in value in this vault right now. There's 10,000 NFTs or shares. So you're looking at, ETH per NFT, while these are trading at 0.8 and higher. So valuations are a bit out of whack there. Um, Of course, you can be looking forward to, you know, future investments, or what's to come or these potentially going up in the market. But um, anyone buying in at these price points is overpaying. So certainly, Be cautious, do the math, do your research if if you're looking at one of these. But he's certainly uh, catching a lot of steam and a lot of attention. That's a decent say to our third news story for today. We're going to talk about fractional art. So I want to say it was Friday. Fractional art released their big news that now the fractional shares will be able to be turned into tradable NFTs. Uh, they updated their token standard. Now they are using, uh, they can turn their ERC-721s into ERC-1155s, and you, and you can trade them on OpenSea and Wearable. So what does this mean? Let's, let's take a step back and kind of talk concepts. So why do NFT owners go to fractional? The idea is you want to get some liquidity back without selling your NFT. So you have a CryptoPunk worth 100 ETH. You don't want to sell it, but... You know, maybe you could use 30 ETH, right, to to make some new purchases. You put it on fractional. You sell 30 percent of your CryptoPunk, hopefully to raise that 30 ETH. Well, if you if the owner takes that 30 ETH, there's now no liquidity for anyone who bought the fractional shares. So what that means is anyone who owns those fractional shares historically isn't going to be able to sell them until the reserve price is met, or if there is liquidity in the pool. So essentially, if the owner keeps the 30 ETH he raises in the liquidity pool, then the fractional owners can buy and sell their shares. But then he has lost that benefit of pulling out you know, some liquidity from his assets. So that's been the, the, the high level struggle. Um, and I think there's been a lot of confusion about that in, in the market for those going after fractional. Well, this NFT announcement means that even without that liquidity in the pool, Individual users can now turn their shares into NFTs and trade them on OpenSea and Rarible. So I'm showing an example from DZFi here. He took his Franck Cryptodes NFT. He fractionalized it. He described it here in the thread. Um, so he turned it into 10,000 NFTs, eleven fifty-five. He valued them at 0.007 ETH each, which is an implied valuation of 70 ETH, which was the floor uh, for this uh, this series of cryptos, which I think is a fair valuation. Um, he also set the reserve at 142.69. So what was interesting is he set the, the initial price at 0.007. Yesterday, the, the price for these NFTs on OpenSea, at least, got all the way up to 0.026, 0.024, which would be an implied valuation of 240 to 260 Well, that's a, that's a big overshot, right? The, the reserve is set at 142. So that means anyone can buy this NFT for 142 right now. So if you're buying in at 0.024 to 0.026, you are, you're certainly overpaying. Just be mindful of that. Do the math, sit down before just, just buying into these things. But with that being said, I think this was, this is huge news for fractional. I think this is going to go a long way for that user base. And I'm continually to be excited to see what fractional has to, to roll out. All right. Well, that takes us through our top news. Let's go ahead and get into our segments and let's cover our market update here. Taking a look at the IC board filtered by the last three days. We're going to ignore the Shiboshis up top here for for now. But the the leader here, the doodles, over 3,200 ETH traded in the last three days, about 2x the next nft on the board they continue to be kind of dominating the market right now Uh, we saw them surge all the way i want to say close to 1.92 eth they've since retraced a bit they're around 1.415 here this morning but certainly holding steady on some big volume next we've got the creature toads Uh, we touched a bit on creature toads on friday they minted Friday afternoon. The reveal was yesterday. Let's go ahead and head over to their OpenSea page. We'll take a quick look at these. Um, they're they're cute, right? And it's pretty obvious. You can right away see the the homage to the Creatures, NFT as well, of course, to the cryptodes. Um, We saw some interesting market reaction. So pre-reveal, it went up pretty steadily to 0.5. Um, partially due to an action of the founder, Semper Augustus. I want to tell his story really quick. So Friday during the mint out, one bad actor was able to mint 350. It was supposed to be one per wallet. You know, folks saw this and then that person listed, of course, and was kind of dumping on the market. It was holding the floor down. Semper Augustus went in and bought 90 from this person um, to get those out of the inventory I think the four is around 0.3 at that time. The market responded very well. It ended up going up to about high 0.4s, 0.5s after Semper did that, showing his belief in the project. Um, post-reveal, we saw a dip, and then it bounced back. We saw some decent action in the mid-tier and the high-tier. I saw several sales in the ones. I think I saw one as high as six. Uh, I wasn't able to catch what the highest sale on the board was. But since then, we have seen some, some dipping there on the floor down to about 0.26 here or so this morning. So this is going to be an interesting test to see how these derivative and hybrid projects do, you know, so far, it's been a pretty similar story for the chodes for the crypto flies, as well now as the creature toads where, you know, pre reveal, they steadily go up. We see a a few hours of strong market action, some sales in the high end post reveal, and then a steady decline. So we'll see if that's going to be the same story here for the Creature Toads, but definitely a, a cool project to watch. All right, let's round out the, the rest of the board here. Head Down, we talked about 1600 E. They're seeing tremendous volume. We got the Alpacas. This was heavily touted in the CryptoPunks Discord. They're sitting at a 0.24 and, and doing some decent volume. We've got the Kaiju Kings. They're sitting at a 3.4 floor. They went higher than that a bit. Uh, Matt Kalish um, from DraftKings, a huge player in the empty space, made some high-end buys that caught some attention. Those are certainly holding steady. We've got the Boongie projects continuing to steadily go up. They're sitting around .66 this morning on some decent volume. The Jungle Freaks are at 1.34 floor. They're at close to 1,000. And then one new product on the list, the Women and Weapons, this was a new drop. I want to say it came out on Saturday. Gary V. Uh, minted some of these. That caught some attention. They ended up minting out, uh, and they're sitting in the low 0.1s right now. So overall, taking a look at this board, we're seeing you know fairly steady, slight retracing in these projects here, uh, dominating the three-day. Let's go ahead and switch and get into our blue-chip PFP update. I'm gonna start by sharing a tweet from Zeneca that he made Saturday night. So, those who if you're not following Zeneca, do he's one of the the best followers in the NFT space. Uh, he got started by posting the daily floor stats from all the primary projects and PFPs and art blocks. Well, Saturday night he posted the, the green update, right? We're we're seeing two green days in a row. Maybe we hit the bottom. Uh, I retreated myself from NFTs Live. We were seeing green. We were getting excited. Saturday night, things were looking good. Sunday certainly slowed down a bit. We saw a bit of the steam head out of the sales. But let's go ahead and, and take a look at some of the floors and, and what specifically I'm talking about. So I'm going to head over to WGMI.io, really easy site to see all the floors here. We'll start with the Cyber Kong's Genesis. They're the biggest winners of the weekend here. Um, They were sitting as low as 88 on Friday when I did the updates. The floor is up at 135. We saw some big sweeping action. Those are now top PFP on the board. We've got the CryptoPunks. They are sitting at 99 floor here. Again, those on Friday were a bit down from that. They were 93.89 were the floors there on Friday. So those are up. They're about, what, 6 7% um, from Friday. As we continue to look down the board, we see the board apes um, sitting at 35. That's up from 29 at the end of last week. And then as we go a little bit lower on the board here, we see cool cats sitting in the high eights, and we see the cryptodes in the low sixes. Um, both are up from Friday, but down from peak Sunday. I know that the toes, which I follow that market very actively, got, had went all the way up to 7.2. I think the cool cats went into the nines. We hadn't seen a bot offer taken for two days, which is a really important metric and one I've been following more um, in the recent weeks. It's a good indicator of kind of market sentiment if people are hitting those bots or not. Um, we saw those bought offers start to be taken again yesterday when volume started to slow down. Um, so it's an interesting setup. Uh, we saw a few days of green, yesterday was a bit red and some mix across the board. Um, I've got the sentiment that we might be in a bit of a bull trap right now, where we saw you know a brief peak here, which is actually just um, kind of a, a bad signal in what might be a continued decline here. Um, but hopefully, I'm wrong. This this week will be a very interesting one to watch here, uh, and I do remain cautiously optimistic of it. So, those are blue chip PFPs. Let's go ahead and switch gears and talk about art blocks. Um, I'm going to show their recently sold board here from the from the weekend. The headlines in art blocks is we've seen some decent action on the high end. The Fidenzas continue to do well. We saw sales at 185, 175, 145, 149. So those are continuing to move, continuing to move at high price points. The dows are certainly a, a driver of that, um, like head dow. We saw a ringer sale at 75. Other than that, just looking at the board, right, one thing that one product that jumps out, it's the squiggles. Squiggles continue to be one of the highest volume movers in the curated set, which of course. Makes sense. Um, I was scanning the sales feed the other day and I saw Daryl Morey uh, from the NBA purchasing a, a few squiggles. So that was a notable buyer. Other than that, we see the sculptures from Peter Pasma continuing to move at a decent clip, um, the fragments of an infinite field moving as well. And other than that, a, a bit of movement on the floor. That's in the curated world. In the playground world, we've seen the, the meridians continue to move. That floor is sitting around 10 and steady. Our swim had his drop last week in the playground. It minced it out at 0.44. It was trading around there, 0.4, 0.5 there for a few days. It's actually up over one ETH here over the course of the weekend. And then I've got to talk about the, the new biggest name and headline in the Art Blocks playground space, and it's Tyler Hobbs and the incomplete control Drop. So uh, we previewed this on Friday's show. He did his golden token release. The Dutch auction actually went out at 30 ETH. I thought it was going to go out at 100. Um, So it was actually a great value for anyone who was able to get in there at 30. We've since seen several sales on the floor for incomplete control. So I think it was five or six between 50 and upper 70 ETH. There's now only two tokens left for sale one at 125 and one at 249. Um, so anyone who bought in at 30 on Friday has certainly seen some equity increases there. It will be really interesting to see how this market continues to play out ahead of the in-person minting in early December. All right, that's our Art Blocks update. Let's go ahead and quickly hit on some other one of ones for our one of Wonderland update for today. I'm going to start by showing a piece from Bado, which is, I want to say the second highest sale on the board this weekend behind, of course, the X copy piece that we already showed. Uh, This piece is called asymmetrical liberation. Uh, It was bought by a person tag name of needs for, let's see here, 79.4 ETH. So a pretty extensive buy here for the Genesis piece um, of Botto. So we talked briefly about Botto last week on the show. Um, Botto is AI generated art. So the way this works is this AI generates 50 pieces per week. All of the Botto token holders are then able to vote on which piece should go up for auction on Super Rare. And then the proceeds from that auction are then distributed back to the Botto token holders. Uh, We saw some interesting price action in the Botto token last week as well. Um, But back to the algorithm, one other interesting piece is the algorithm has a self-learning feedback loop. So it incorporates the voting from essentially the the governance council in which pieces get selected as it it continues to refine its algorithm over time and what it generates. so certainly a lot of attention on Botto and AI art right now. Um, I see the draw, right? It's really cool. It's, it's brand new. It's the first time we're really seeing AI art on Super Rare, right? I think part of my concern is just the the barrier to, to entry and supply limits. Um, you know, right now we have a handful of AI artists producing art on a daily, weekly basis, but. What about down the line when there's 10 or 100 or 1,000 and they're producing more and more per week? So that's my concerns, but can't argue with the market and the valuation of this piece. So congrats to everyone who's holding Botto. Other than that, I'm just going to run through a few of the other headlines from one of ones. Starry Night Cap continues their buying spree. They're the biggest player right now by far. They bought a piece of Coldies called All-Time High Euphoria, Choose Your Own Adventure for twenty six point nine. Um, then a few pieces from Robness Official, one called Oil Melon, which went for 50 ETH, and then one titled All Out of Fucks to Jeff, for 8. Uh, a few other headlines, a piece called White by WLOP, sells for 40, and then Punk 6529, another one of the major players in the space, buys a piece called Oasis from Gab Scanu for 10 ETH. That's our one-of-one update. That takes us through our segments. Uh, For our last segment today, I wanna touch on an upcoming project and drop here from Doodle Labs. So I'm gonna show their website, doodlelabs.io. I'm gonna read a few of their taglines. So limited edition NFT drops from your favorite artists and brands. Um, Doodle Labs is powered by Artblocks' generative minting technology. So what does this mean? Essentially, each of the projects are going to have that one of one of X generative feature. Um, It's going to be using that same source code and and tech that enables the Artblocks platform, which so many folks have faith in. Um, So this is the first time now that we've seen the Artblocks tech stack being used for a a new project team to bring essentially new, new projects, new brands into the NFT space. They have their first drop going on here today. It's called the Family MOOCs. If you go to the website and click Menta MOOCs, you can go ahead and read a bit more about it. Uh, they talk about the, the public sale, which actually starts at 1 p.m. Central today, and then it lasts for about 29 hours or so. They had a pre-sale uh, over 2,200 have sold already. It is an interesting duck auction. It's not cheap. So it starts at one ETH and then goes all the way down to a resting price of 0.2 ETH. You know, definitely on the high end for a 10 K generative PFP. As I understand it, there are going to be perks to anyone who does mint and hold a MOOC. um, Exclusive access to future drops on Doodle Labs, access to merch, a few other things. Um, We've talked a bit about this on the show. I'm always a fan of trying to get in on the first project on a new platform, especially if you believe in that platform. Um, certainly Doodle Labs is new, a lot to prove out, but it's certainly a cool idea. Love the fact that it's got the the art blocks hook. I wanna show uh, a thread from Snowfro that he posted here uh, late Friday talking about his thoughts on this project. Um, just to get his, his sense and, and another perspective. So he basically says he, he's very excited about this new partnership, um, says that Duda Labs is totally independent from Artblocks. You know, they'll have their own front end. They're going to have their own artists, which essentially is new arms and legs for Art Blocks to be able to use their tech to get out in front of you know, different groups, different brands, that type of thing, which you know, certainly they're a limited team. He goes on to say essentially his belief in generative minting, which I thought was the, the really cool part about this thread, how he feels like it's going to permeate through our society. You know, we've already seen the impact that the generative PFP projects and art blocks have had in this market here in 2021. And he thinks it's going to eventually go on and carry into manufacturing in the design industry, where he talks about minting a generative coffee table or a necklace the same way you would admit a generative NFT or a squiggle. Thanks to this will be also proliferate in gaming, like generative putt-putt. So when I read this thread, I certainly had a bit of an oh shit moment. The, the light bulb went on. I've really only thought about you know, generative art um, with an NFT mindset so far. So thinking about generative manufacturing and what the possibilities are thinking about generative gaming where you know, instead of everyone having the same copy of a video game, they've all got slightly different individualized unique games. That's a really cool concept. I think the same of course applies to furniture, to jewelry. I see the demands. Um, certainly my professor may be a bit biased which is because I love generative art and generative PFPs, but, you know, I think we are at the very beginning stages of seeing what this tech can do and what it can mean, and and where it can be applied for our culture, and in the retail space. Um, So Doodle Labs is essentially their pilot. And of course, they look to be able to bring their tech out into future partnerships in the future as well. So go ahead and and check out that thread from from Snowfro. uh, As you read about the Doodle Labs project, which is uh, certainly a really cool upcoming project. And I will be taking a hard look and minting that today as well. Other than that, the panels drop, uh, which we talked about last week. It's actually live right now. I'm going to check in to see up uh, it minted out during our show. Um, so I'm going to have to take a look at these on secondary. Um, now that the blocks are minted out, we should be able to be minting the, the panels. Um, so I'll be taking a look at that right after the show, which is now wrapped up. So that is our show for today. We hit all of our segments. Going to try to start keeping these a bit more concise when it's just me. Good news for listeners if you're tired of just hearing my voice, we've got my man Skyhook coming back on Friday. He's going to talk through uh, an awesome experience he had in Hawaii with another Board Ape Yacht Club NFT holder. So excited for him to tell that story and get his perspective on the market. As always, Thanks to our friends at IC Tools for sponsoring the show today. If you're looking to get started in NFT trading, you need the right data at your fingertips. IC Tools is a great place to start. Head over to IC.tools to check out their product and use their free version to see which products are trending the home for NFT Alpha. To our listeners, thanks for tuning in and we will catch you on Friday at 11. Till then, stay safe in those NFT streets. Goodbye.